0: This is a production of Off the Hook Sports with Dave Hooker. We're rocking into summer on the Vol Report brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden and our friend Michael Jacobs, your realtor there at Exit Realty Pros. I don't know what in the world rocking End of the Summer was. Was I just like a uh, <laughs> classic 70s DJ host there, Jacob? What happened? Sounded, sounded like it. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it, though. It <laughs> was like the most uncool thing you'll hear all week. Um, he is Jacob Warren, tied in for Tennessee. Nice enough to join us each and every week. Uh, brought to you in part by... Uh, Michael Jacobs, uh, Michael Jacobs is your realtor there in Knoxville, Knoxville. He wants you to enjoy the house buying and selling process. Enjoy the real estate process. Michael Jacobs of Exit Realty Pros. He is clutch. MJ, local, knows the market, makes the process much more in. Buying and selling a house is the most stressful thing you can do. MJ wants to take the pressure off of you and allow you to enjoy the process. That's clutch. And Bassy Lawn and Garden in Cleveland, Tennessee, they have it all. And you talk about Bassy Lawn and Garden. We've got to talk about commercial and residential zero turn mowers, lawn tractors, commercial wide area mowers, the zero turn mower with a steering wheel. You've got it all right there. And financing and it's brought to you in part by Toro and Bassy lawn and garden. All right, Jacob, let's, let's get to it. So I'm texting you back and forth before we get started here. And I said, do you, you play any sports? So you said all of them. Just so about right. <laughs> it's about right. So what were you, what, were you best at football? Cause some people like Alan Iverson said they were actually better at another sport
1: than what they started. Um, yeah, I'd probably say I was best at football. It was just sports was just has always been one of those things that I think my parents kept or just tried to get us involved in because they wanted us to, you know, stay active and we enjoyed the sports too. Like I I enjoyed doing everything. So growing up we started in soccer, you know, upward league soccer and uh baseball, basketball, obviously started as a kid and um Ended up kind of playing those and football for a while. And I think soccer was the first one to go. <laughs> soccer, soccer was the first to go. Baseball was the second to go. It was basketball and football for a while. <clears throat> and then I got to be, I think, like nine, ten years old. And me and my brother started playing ice hockey. So Really? Yep. Ice hockey started, went for probably five years. Played for a while. Um, I played goalie. I was a pretty good goalie. I ain't going to lie. Really? Um, yeah. I was also really big as a kid, so I kind of just like took up the whole net to these little kids, so it was, it was kind of whatever. But, um, yeah, played goalie for a while, stopped playing hockey, kept playing football and basketball, and then started playing lacrosse, actually, in middle school. Played lacrosse for two years, um, <clears throat> continued to play basketball and football. And then once I got to high school, uh, I stopped playing basketball My sophomore year. So. Sports were lost, sports were added, but I think football and football and basketball were the two that kind of stuck through and I kind of kept with, obviously. Well, I hear there's a young Jacobs, maybe Michael Jacobs son
0: that is very good at hockey as well. So he's a big hockey fan. He'll be glad to hear that as well. So uh, the ball report again brought to you by. Michael Jacobs, your Knoxville Realtor at Exit Realty Pros and Basties Lawn and Garden. The reason I ask you that is Ben Joyce over the weekend throws a 105.5 mile an hour pitch. Good
1: gravy. I mean, that is stupid, ridiculous. Jacob, can you imagine? For sure. And funny story, Ben Joyce, actually, me and his twin brother and him were like best friends. He went to Farragut. He grew up with me at Farragut. So we were like best friends in like seventh, eighth, ninth grade. And these kids were not. He was not six foot four. You know, what I mean, two hundred and twenty five pounds. Like he was just this little kid. And then, you know, we all grow up. And then he, I think, the summer of like junior year or something, him and his twin brother just like sprout up and get as big as they are now. I mean, everyone has seen them now. And <clears throat> I just think it's funny that, you know, he go him and his brother went to Walter State and did their thing, and then come back, and now he's shining and just doing so well. And so it's all it's awesome just to kind of see like how far we've, we've both come, I guess. And just knowing like back in the day, we were just some little kids just hanging out and running around. So it was funny. Did you get, when did you start to hear about him
0: being a potentially dominant pitcher?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, obviously I kept up with him. We follow each, we follow each other on social media and everything like that. So I knew he was coming to, to Tennessee when he committed him and his brother. And then um, obviously he got the chance. He was hurt last season, Got the mm-hmm. chance this season to actually start pitching. And, like, out of nowhere, I just see something on Twitter, like, like, Tennessee pitcher throws 103 miles an hour or something, or, and, like, a pitch 103 miles an hour. I was like, oh, my gosh. And then to kind of find out, it was Ben. And he blows up and whatever. And every single game, he's like pushing the number up, pushing the number up. And then, obviously, a couple of days ago, he hits 105.5, which I think I saw was, like, the second fastest pitch in baseball history something like that. And like that just blows my mind. Like, it's, uh, I don't know. Again, it's just. It's awesome to see to see him do it. And it's become literally just a show to go watch him. So um, obviously our baseball team is doing amazing and, and fantastic. And that's just a funny, funny thing that they also happen to have the fastest pitcher like in the world right now. So, Yeah, I was um, an umpire and if somebody
0: threw 105, I would have retired early. For sure, you we know. get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the end of that. Uh, the ball report, I want to ask you about the guys that get got drafted over the weekend. Your thoughts on going pro eventually, kind of where you stand um, there. But first, I want to remind everybody, the ball report brought to you today by our friend Bassey, David Bassey, Bassey Lawn and Garden. And he has everything you want, Toro, count on it. And don't forget about Michael Jacobs of Exit Realty Pros. MJ is clutch. All right. So let's look back, Jacob, at the draft. Elante Taylor, the first ball selected. What do you think of
1: Elante and the way he's grown and matured and come along? Yeah. Um, so I me and Alante were in the same <clears throat> recruiting class. Um two of the guys that were really solid, I guess, from the beginning with Tennessee as far as, you know, when we were getting recruited, we were committed and, like, making group chats and talking with other recruits, trying to get them here and trying to just build a class. And um, obviously knew about each other in high school and stuff. And we go to, all uh, like, the All-Star game in Tennessee. So, for for Tennessee, it was in Middle Tennessee, um, like our little senior game, whatever. And so it's just been really cool to see – him transition from the high school player he was like he was playing quarterback wide receiver you know everything like that playing a little bit of db we get to tennessee you know he starts doing his thing playing playing defensive back and um just kind of watching him i guess develop into the player that he is is super strong super super like quick super physical um he's really embodied that that mindset and that that professional mindset and i've seen that kind of develop as the years have gone so I think it's really cool and just it's great to see that it all has paid off for him and you know second round like that's that's huge you know I mean he has so much value um, special teams wise defense wise just because of how big how athletic he is and um, so I'm just happy for him overall. Yeah I thought the same thing
0: uh, long arms um, sure. I, I thought you know really long player the ability to uh, play special teams. Yeah, I I agree with that. And I I like the way that kind of leads me to my next question, the the way you position that, because you're going to be in kind of this situation about a year from now where you're probably, unless you blow up, and I hope you do, but you're probably going to be asked to play special teams and those sort of things. So how open-minded, how important is it to be open-minded to things like that?
1: Yeah, um, nobody in in the league, unless you're, you know, a first round guy or your Tom Brady, you know, your quarterback or your starting, maybe you want your very first tight end, the George Kittle's, the Travis Kelsey's of the world. Like these people, they're not playing special teams, but and there's only 50, what, 52, 53 men on the roster. So, like, everybody has to play special teams. You can't just not because we don't have enough players, right? So, that's something that you kind of just have to adopt that mentality of, like special teams is just as important as your offensive play or your defensive play if you're a defensive guy. So um, that's something that we're trying to just continue to build. And I'm personally trying to, you know, change my mindset on it and just be like, yeah, this is the most important thing right now, because this is what is going to allow me to get to the league and stay in the league. So so what's your favorite uh, group on special teams to play and what's your least favorite? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I think, I I enjoy field goal because it's just funny how we're all just so tight, and then you just I don't know the way we all like it's just it's funny, but and it's for points every time, which I think is cool. But um, I don't know, they're all they all have their perks, they all have their (laughs) their disadvantages. I think that's interesting when you're on kickoff return and there's just people running full speed at you, and you just got to get in front of them and try to and try to stop them. I I think it's great, but (laughs) um, yeah, they're all cool, they're all. Like I said, there's bad things about him. There's good things about him. So, See, Jacob's a
0: smart guy. He knows there could be an NFL scout watching. So it's important for Jacob to say that I love them all.
1: Yeah, they're
0: all great. (laughs) They're all completely awesome. Um, They have kind of cut – on the kickoff return and the kickoff coverage, they've cut down the amount of contact uh, a little bit in the NFL with the running starts and those sort of things. There's part of me that says – well, it used to be the other way, and I like that. There's part of me that says it's safer this way. What do you say?
1: I mean, it's football, right? Like, Obviously, everyone, especially if you've been playing the game for a long time, hopefully you've learned how to protect yourself and how to play the game the right way as far as keeping your head up, using your hips, using your legs, um, all those different things, using your hands. Um, There's obviously going to be – situations and you're just in a bad spot and you might get put on the ground, you might get run over, uh, whatever it may be. But as long as you use the right technique that all these coaches are going to teach you, um, you know, it's not anything necessarily to be worried about more than me catching a ball and someone running, trying to tackle me. You know what I mean? It's all about understanding where people are. And, you know, if this guy's looking at me, he's probably coming to hit me. So I better get my eyes on him and try to figure out how to, how to manage the block or how to how to, how to block the guy. So. Um, yeah, just one of those things. Just football. Absolutely. Toro, count on it. Except
0: for me, I'd be crippled forever. Uh, uh, Toro, count on it at Bassy Lawn and Garden Center in Cleveland, Tennessee. Open six days a week year round. EETC certified technician, state of the art service facilities with parts and service for over 28 brands. And 0% APR for up to 48 months, 3.99% for 60 months. On the spot financing. Stopping in today, Bassi and Garden, and Michael Jacobs of Exit Realty Pros brings you the Ball Report with Jacob Warren. So talk about your situation, because you and I have talked about it um, off the air. And mm-hmm. one of the things that you said, I mean, you, you've got a degree ready to go. So if the NFL doesn't work out, you, you've got a plan. How important is that? Is the plan, is the degree um, yeah, having having a, a different plan, so to speak, and how do you weigh the NFL
1: versus kind of getting on with life? Yeah, right. Um, so I'll start with this. Every kid, you know, if you are playing football and you really love it, every kid's dream is to go to the NFL. Like that's just plain and simple. If you say that you don't want to go to the NFL, you're lying. Right. So like that's. <clears throat> The mentality, it's almost the same sh- like shift and mentality that I had in high school whenever I found out or I started realizing that I could be here now, be it at, at a university of Tennessee, be at uh, all these other schools that I was being recruited by. Um, there's that that mental shift of, OK, this is this is reality. Like, this is really happening. It's up to me to kind of take it, take it by the reins and just go with it and just, you know, work my butt off, try to get to where you know, I can be successful with this. So going through that same transition these past couple of years of, okay, the NFL is the next step with this sport. Like what do I have to do for myself to ensure that I at least have a chance to do it? Um, So that's kind of been my focus recently, just, you know, getting my body right, my mind right. um, Getting to the point where I can put myself in positions to be successful because the film, I mean, if you're not successful on the field, then, they don't care about the fact that, you know, I did really well in school or that, you know, I have no problems off the field. They don't care about that. They they want they obviously do if you are, you know what I mean? If you are a prospect, they care about that stuff. But, um, you know, the film speaks for itself. So um, that's just been my biggest thing right now is just trying to get myself to where I can put good stuff on tape and, and make it work. And obviously, I think an important thing also, too, is. You know, my parents, I, I truly think this is where it comes from. My parents have always emphasized very heavily on just, um, like, man, if you look at the numbers, the average NFL career is, what, like two years, two, right. three years. You have those guys that play 15, that play 12, that do all that, and that's, that's awesome, but you also have guys that are in there for six months and then they're gone, you know what I mean, just because whatever happens. So um, it's always been the biggest thing to make sure that I am prepared just for life, in general you know for my future family for myself for my career um just getting myself training myself in my mind in the same way that i do our football for everything outside of football that that truly matters so um yeah i think you know it's not been hard i, I don't hate school like i rel- i enjoy school somewhat i enjoy learning and um so it's been kind of easy for me to commit to getting good grades and to going to class and all those different things so <clears throat> Yeah. I don't know. That's they're equal in my head. They're equal. If one works out, I'm, I'm super happy. I'm super blessed. If the other one works out, I'm the same thing. So um, I think that's important for, I mean, I guess young athletes to realize too, if you're listening, like that's, you know, the school is just as important as the ball. Um, not more important, not less important, but um, well, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So you can't be really good here and then be slacking off here. It's so it's not going to, it's not going to add up. The, the other guy that I want to mention, maybe some
0: more, was Fellas Jones, the receiver who, of course, was selected as well. And by the Chicago Bears, the 71 pick in round three, this is a guy who bounced around a lot who in recruiting, seemed really indecisive. From what I've been told, he is, <clears throat> excuse me, really matured and grown up. And I think that's very symbolic of being a top three pick.
1: Yeah. Um, the way Bayless has played is obviously one thing, but Bayless is also like, he's in, he was in that boat where, you know, it's do or die right now. Like I've got to commit to this. I've got to truly go out there and perform. And and that's what he did, especially for us. Like he was that guy that if you needed, if you needed 12 yards, 15 yards, just try to get the ball in his hands, let him go make a pe- make some people miss, run through some tackles and make plays. And so that's what he does and that's who he is. And, Again, you can have that same conversation with him as far as special teams. He was, I mean, co special teams player of the year, super electric in his return game, all that stuff like that. So, um, you talk about value. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know exactly what, like, I don't, doesn't really matter, I guess, what his contract is, but like, he's, he's getting paid because of all the different ways that he can be used, just the same way Alante is. So, um, I think that that's awesome for them.
0: i want to ask you about putting yourself in that position over the weekend because maybe you didn't but for me it would be hard not to remind you that uh, the ball report today with jacob warrens brought to you in part by michael jacobs buying or selling a home means navigating the submarket. interest rates going up uh get out there and now is a great time to go ahead and make the move whether you're buying or selling a list michael jacobs as well Jacob, you're sitting there over the weekend, you're watching the draft. Is it hard not to think of where you'll be in a year from now? Not physically, but just mindset wise. Yeah. I mean,
1: <clears throat> obviously, you think about it, you're like, okay, like a year from now, you know, if I'm doing what I, if I have done what I would like to do in the next 12 months, you know, where, where will I be sitting? What would I be doing? Who's going to be there? Like, what, you know, I mean, there's all these questions that go through your head of me, like, what do I, what Where will I be, but um quickly once obviously, once the drafts over, I'm like, okay, now it's like what do I do to get there, what do I do to get to that spot now, because, like we talked about earlier, like I can start to envision it, I can start to see it, and there's more buzz around it and everything like that, so um it's more now just about what I gotta do for myself to to get myself to that position
0: great stuff again brought to you by. Our friend Michael Jacobs at Exit Realty Pros and Bassett Lawn and Garden. So we'll talk to you next week, Jacob. And do you think that there's a chance you could take a swing at a 105 mile an
1: hour pitch before we speak next? Mm-mm, I don't think so. It's a hard pass. I, as long I know he won't hit me. <laughs> as long as, as long as he can guarantee he will not hit me with the ball, I think I'll step in there. But I don't. I'm not getting any wood on it. I don't think. No, I'm not sure if I'm more scared of the 105-mile-an-hour
0: pitch or looking really stupid at the 87-mile-an-hour slider. Change it. Oh, my gosh, dude.
1: That's what's <laughs> – cr- we, won- we won't get into it. But that's what's crazy is, like,
0: yeah,
1: you never know. You never know. That's why I stopped playing baseball because I was thinking getting hit and I couldn't hit the ball. So, I'm done. He
0: yeah. is Jacob Warren. I'm Dave Hooker. He's honest. He couldn't hit. Um, this is the ball report brought to you, Bob. Vassy Lawn and Garden, and Michael Jacobs of Exit Realty Pros. Be sure and follow and like their individual Facebook pages, and you'll get updates when we talk with Jacob each and every week. We want to see you right here each and every week. Again, we thank Michael Jacobs of Exit Realty Pros and Vassy Lawn and Garden for Jacob Warren uh, and Dave Hooker.